Today, we are talking about the fruit of the Spirit, patience. And patience is something every mom, both Christian and non-Christian, tend to struggle with, which is no wonder why it's one of the top things searched about parenting on Google, how to be a more patient mom. But thankfully, God's Word has something to say about this today. So let's get started. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey, friends. Today, like I said before, we're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit, patience. I will admit to you that this has been the hardest fruit of the Spirit for me to cover thus far because it's probably the one that I struggle with the most. With that being said, when I was telling my husband that I was studying for a podcast on patience, he just laughed at me. That's what he did. And he said, for someone who can cannot even go to the mailbox and back without opening a package first, covering patience is going to be a challenge. I was like, thanks, honey. Thanks a lot. And then when I was trying to narrow down what God was sharing with me to share with you on the podcast, I was talking to my mom about all the things that God was teaching me as I was studying about patience. And she said to me, Mallory, why don't you just pray about what you need to say? To which I responded, I know I should, but I have a deadline to hit and I just don't have time. And she said, exactly. It's time for you to use a little bit of that patience that you've been studying about. So touche, mom, you got me there. So those are just funny, really honest stories that I wanted to share with you that I'm right there with you, struggling to find patience. And funny or not, I really have had to study God's Word and search myself and grow in this area of patience over these last few weeks as I've prepared. And I've been using a Bible study called Walking in the Spirit from my hosting ministry. I've mentioned it before to help me study for this podcast series on all these devotionals that we've been doing on Fruit of the Spirit. And I want to read to you something that it said about the world that we live in as it relates to patience. It said, we don't want to wait. We want everything now. We have fast food restaurants, the express self-checkout lanes, instant coffee, instant oatmeal, microwave, and access to any information that we need at our fingertips with touchscreen phones. Yet, real life isn't on the speed track. Sometimes trials cross our paths and stop our momentum. Some of these trials are small irritations. Others are life events that leave us confused and questioning, but all of them are things that God uses to help us learn long-suffering, and long-suffering is just another word for patience. So when I read this, I realized that there are really two kinds of patience that get tested in our fast-paced world today that we have in our lives. The first kind of patience that we have to learn is from irritations. These are those small things, the daily struggles and frustrations, like when your child forgets to tell you that they had homework until it's bedtime, or your toddler has another potty accident, or when you're running late again because something unexpected came up. And they may be little things, 
but they can still test our patience and cause our anger to spike, right? I know that every mom listening can think of something that's probably already happened today with the small irritations testing our patients. And then there are life events. So these are the bigger things. When you have hard situations that come up in your family, you've lost a loved one, you're having money problems, a job change, um, you're moving, or it could be your health or your child's health. And whatever it may be with these, there are all those bigger life trials that tend to last longer and they require a lot more patience than just one moment in the day. And if you're in the middle of one of these life events right now, I want to encourage you to ask the Lord to give you patience and to give you wisdom, to ask the Lord, okay, God, this stinks right now, like what I'm going through, but what do you want me to learn from the situation that I'm in? Because it says in James 1 that we will, not if, that we will face trials of many kinds. And it also says, in James 1 verses 4 and 5, to let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Pastor Adrian Rogers said this about patience. Patience doesn't grimly wait for the end. It radiantly awaits for the dawn. This means that God has something to teach you in every little irritation, and he has something to teach you with every big life event that you go through. And both of these things test our patience, right, moms? A negative person that is not in God's word, you're just going to you're going to tend to just throw your hands up and say, all right, I'm defeated, or you're going to get mad, you're going to get angry easier, but a wise and a patient person, and that's what we're striving to be moms, looks for the lesson and the light at the end of the tunnel, knowing that God always has a plan for our good if we'll just wait and we'll look for it. And as moms today, I know that we all struggle with both of these, but especially with those daily irritations in motherhood. So with that being said, um, as your patience is getting very easily tested. It's probably going to happen after this podcast is turned off today. I want to share four quick takeaways to help you be a more patient mom with your kids when those daily irritations come up. The first one is be intentional to take time for yourself. This is really hard to do for us moms. To rest, to have alone time. For example, if your kids are still at home and it's nap time, then rest when they rest. If you need to, don't feel guilty about it, right? And if you don't need to take a nap with them, then take a shower, read a book, go to the bathroom by yourself. Just take a moment to breathe. If you have kids in school, do these things while they're at school so that you're ready when they come home. And then periodically make plans to get away. Have a date with your husband. Go to dinner with a friend or take yourself shopping on the weekend one day for a few hours and leave the kids with dad or with another family member. And when you take time for yourself to rest and just have that me time, however that happens for you, it's so much easier to be patient with the needs of your kids and with others. Second, try to hold your tongue 
This one's hard. Like it says in James 1.19, be slow to speak and quick to listen. Because our tongue tends to get us into trouble uh, when it comes to patience. Am I right? I know it does for me. Uh, Proverbs 15.4 says, the soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. We can be so quick to jump on our kids. You know, some examples saying to your kids, you spilled another cup of milk or why are your shoes muddy again? Or I can hear myself getting irritated with my kids right now in my just things are coming to my mind because we're we're late and there's probably more to the story. You want to tend to blame it on them for being late or that they got their shoes muddy again. But really just pause, take a minute before you open your mouth and think about how there's probably more to the story. Like you didn't put the top to their cup on correctly. So that's why they spilled their drink again. Or another child pushed them down into the mud and that's why they're dirty. Or they had to go to the bathroom. Everybody has to do that. You can't help that. And that's why they couldn't be out the door to leave on time. Just things like that. So something that I've kind of been working on myself is if you'll hold your tongue, maybe count to five, take a breath before you speak you're less likely to respond with anger or raising your voice and getting quickly irritated. And just in a calm voice, you're able to say, okay, how did this happen? You know, are you okay? And just those few seconds can help you compose yourself and find your patience, something that I think we can all agree that is a struggle for sure. Now, the third thing is when you get it wrong, okay, when you open your mouth before you should, you don't get your alone time, when you get it wrong, because you will, and I do all the time, be quick to apologize, both to the Lord and to your kids. I mean, obviously, you know that we need to ask the Lord for forgiveness when we mess up, but also asking our kids for forgiveness too, it will surprise them when you do that. Say something like, Mommy, sorry, I need to tell Jesus sorry for that. And I also want to tell you sorry for not being patient just now. And I think that this really just sets up a level of maturity and awareness that you realize that you were wrong, that you weren't patient in that moment. And our kids, this isn't something new to you. You already know this. Our kids are not patient. Naturally, they come out of the womb that way. They're not patient. Nobody has to teach them that. And so when... You make them aware that you know that you were impatient and that you're apologizing and trying to do better. This way they know, hey, mom apologized when she wasn't patient. So when she gets on to me for that, I should probably do the same thing. I should follow her example. If she messes up in this way, I can realize that I mess up in this way, too. And even a small child can understand that. So that's just, you know, when you mess up, when you get it wrong, apologize. It's a huge thing for your kids to learn that you're human too. And the last, and I think the most important one, is remember that patience is a fruit of the Spirit. So you want to make sure that you are being obedient to stay in God's Word consistently, preferably in the morning so that you can start your day out right, right, to have that patience when it hits, so that you can have that Jesus time and the fruits can flow from you. 
patience being one of them. We've talked about, let's see, love, joy, peace, and patience so far, and making you less likely to rush, to be quick to anger or frustrations when those daily irritations come, but that you would be armed with patience because you had your time in the Word that morning. So, and to take this last point just a step further about getting into your Bible, please tune back in um, two weeks from now because I'm actually doing an interview with one of our faithful everyday moms. Know how to study your Bible better and more consistently so that you can be ready to um, answer these big God questions so that you can be armed with the fruit of the Spirit, including patience like we've been talking about today. So if you'll hit follow or subscribe today on the podcast app that you're listening to, then you'll always be notified about these new episodes and you'll know when that one comes available that I just mentioned. So be sure and do that today. One other way to get into God's Word more consistently that I've referenced both today and for the last several podcasts on Fruit of the Spirit is a devotional. I've quoted it today from my hosting ministry called Walking in the Spirit. If you would like to see a sample of this study or if you'd like your own copy um, to be able to study the Bible with that, um, I'll have both of those things available, the free sample and the book itself in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening today. Please be sure to share this episode with a friend and follow me on Instagram at faithful31moms. If you have been blessed by this Love or Finding ministry and would like to donate, there will be a link for that in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and remember to keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus.